This is the Sons and Slaves Podcast. This is a show devoted to helping fathers and sons honor and obey the Lord. Join me, Jared, and my sons, Ransom and Valor, as I talk to them about boyhood and the process of becoming a man. Welcome to the Sons and Slaves Podcast. Today, we're talking about boyhood and beyond, chapter one. But first, my co-hosts have to say hello. I'm here today with... Ransom. And... Val. You guys doing good today? Mm-hmm. Now, you're drinking the same thing today that you drank last time, correct? And the time before. Which is, Valor, Milk. tell everybody what you're drinking. Can't hear you. Chai tea latte. Chai tea latte again. Mom made that stuff and you really enjoy it, don't you? Yeah, I really enjoy it. So you put the chai tea concentrate in, then heavy whipping cream, and then you put it in a frother and it makes it nice and warm and exactly how you like. But you <coughs> have milk that you're drinking, correct? Whole yes. milk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We always drink whole milk. We don't like that skim milk stuff. That's gross. Whole milk all the way. We really like getting raw milk. Raw milk is really good. Yeah. 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 Very, very good. Okay, so yesterday we watched a kid movie. In fact, we've been watching a few kid movies from my childhood that I've enjoyed. I thought we would talk a little bit about those movies before we get into the book today. Can you tell everybody what movies we've seen over the last week? First, we watched Heavyweights. Yep. Cool Runnings. Yeah, cool I love run- Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings was first, then Heavyweights, Mighty Ducks. Mighty, Mighty Ducks that. We've we've been on a movie kick because what we'll do usually we we can't really watch a whole movie in one day, so we'll watch it a little bit over a few days, and it's been a lot of fun watching those kid movies, hasn't it? It really has. So, what are some good lessons that we learned from Mighty Ducks? Is there anything that you can think of that we might have learned? Well, do you remember there was Work a scene? Work together. Work together, right? Remember the scene when Coach Bombay, before he started to get straightened out and figure out how to be a good coach, and he started to figure out that he needed to be a man of integrity. But one of the things that helped him understand how wrong he was is he asked the team to cheat. Do you remember that? Uh huh. Do you remember? But when Charlie he, didn't do it. Right, because he told Charlie, he told him to fall to the ground and act like he's hurt. Do you remember that, Valor? Yeah, and he didn't do it. What he said. He was checked against the wall, and then he was looking right at the coach, and the music slowed down. And you could see, this is Charlie's moment to be a boy of integrity, to do the right thing. I thought that was a good lesson for you guys. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. In that moment, he could have easily done what his coach wanted him to do and not been a boy of integrity, right? Mm-hmm. So, but he, just a good thing. He decided to do what was what he decided not to cheat. Yep. And not to do what Coach Bombay said. We don't watch a ton of TV or a ton of movies, but when we do, we have been lately, when we do, it's good to pull lessons and to, you know talk through what you watched. And also, if there's anything bad in the movie, to be able to t- say, hey, that wasn't a good thing to say or that wasn't a right thing to do. And if we're going to watch them and enjoy them, it's good to get the good and the bad and get all the lessons we can from them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because there's always lessons that we can learn in life, isn't there? Yeah. Okay. Anything else new with you guys? What's going on this weekend that you're excited about? Camping trip. Camping trip. Now, what are we going to do on a camping trip? Camp in the back of the truck. Camp in the back We're of the truck. We're taking Graham and Liam, Presley, mm-hmm. and Cohen Deaton. And Cohen, we're going to have a truckload of people. I know. There's not going to be an extra seat. It's going to be pretty fun. It's going to two be days. Hot. That's the Trail Life Camp trip is two days. If you're not involved in trail life or don't know about trail life, there's probably a troop near you and it's way better than Boy Scouts. It's a lot of fun. 
these trailmen are learning a lot of really good lessons, aren't you? Yeah. In fact, you want to just tell them right now the Trailman Oath? On my own, I will do my best to serve God and my country, to respect authority, to be a good steward of creation, and to treat others as I want to be treated. Very good. One of the last lines in that is to be a good steward of creation, and that, in fact, we're actually talking about creation today. The first chapter in Boyhood and Beyond. Have you guys been enjoying this book? Yes, it's really good. Valor, have you been enjoying this book? Valor, yeah. you, you have as well? This is Boyhood and Beyond by Bob Schultz. And the subtitle is Practical Wisdom for Becoming a Man. Now he says in the book that this is written for 10-year-old to 18-year-old boys as they're learning to be a man. We've adapted this for you guys, even though you're not 10 or 18. I'm we, almost 10. You're almost 10. you got one year left. We have been reading it chapter by chapter. Actually, about nine months. About nine months. No, 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 no. You just turned nine, young man. <laughs> this book starts with a very good chapter, and we've got two or three chapters left to finish it, so there's plenty of time to finish this book. And I just thought for the Sons and Slaves podcast, wouldn't it be good just to go through chapter by chapter every single chapter in the book? There's about 25 chapters that will equal 25 episodes of phenomenal lessons that we can talk through and work through. I love that these are grounded in the scriptures and they give us very good wisdom yeah. about real practical things that we can we can listen and obey, and I love it that it's good for you guys, but it's also good for me, because I've been learning some lessons along the way. Uh-huh. So, what do you guys say? You want to go through chapter one? Talk Let's about creation? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, as I read this, you can remember and talk about these points. So, primarily, we're going to be talking about creation, and he titled chapter one, A Grand Book. Not the greatest book, because that's what we're going to be talking about the Bible in a later chapter, but this is called the Grand Book, and he opens this little book for boys talking about the glory of creation and what we can see and learn from general revelation. Now, the Bible is special revelation. That's God's word to us. Creation is general revelation where we can all learn some things about God, and he communicates with us through what he has made. So we have some lessons that we can learn. So I'm going to read a couple paragraphs, and then we're going to see three big things that he tells us that we can learn from creation. Does that sound good? Yep. Yeah. Awesome. All right. The grand book that I've been talking to you about is The Heavens and the Earth, Creation. No one can afford to own this volume themselves, yet it's open for even the poorest to read and receive instruction. Uh -huh. What he means by that is the rich and poor both have access to creation, don't they? Yeah. You can walk outside. You can look at the grass. You can look at the trees. You can look at the sky. You can look at anything. When we go on our camping you can look trip. look at the clouds. Clouds. When we go on our camping trip, are you guys going to look at the stars? Yeah. Yeah. You gonna look at the fire? Yeah. What is it about looking at a fire? It's the awesome, longest, isn't it? It's just so awesome and it warms you up. It does warm you up. What did Bear Grylls say? It's nature's television. Yeah. Bear Grylls called a fire nature's television. So here's a question I have for you guys, all right? Why did God make boys so they like to climb, dig, camp, hike, hike, and explore? He wanted boys to discover himself in the middle of his grand book called Creation. Instead of sitting at a desk and reading about the world, he gave them the energy and the will to swim in it, to crawl under it, to jump around it. He gave boys the desire to turn over rocks, to pick up bugs, and to catch fish. Boys like to build forts, net butterflies, and wade through creeks. Only a creative teacher can hold a young boy's attention when there's life to explore outdoors. What can the grand book of heaven and earth teach a boy? Great question, right? So, do you guys like to swim, crawl, jump, build forts, dig up, dig up bugs, catch fish? And go through creeks? Yeah. Yeah. 
What is it about being outside that's so much fun? I don't know. It just is. I don't know. When we go hiking, you guys just love to run. We can't stop running. Running is so much fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's When so they much say fun. stop, we just wait like until everybody's ahead of us by like five minutes and then start running. Me and your mom always have to say, stop right there, stop at the next hill, wait for us, don't mm -hmm. we? Yeah. We just love running too much. You guys, I mean, you run a lot. Mm-hmm. But God gave boys energy, didn't he? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things to explore, a lot of things to discover. Speaking of running, yeah. I'm kind of, speaking of running, I'm, I actually kind of want to run right now. You want to run right now? Well, after we get done recording, I've got to keep working, and you guys can go run and have fun. Does yes. that sound fun? And ride the go-kart. Does that sound good? Yeah. So, here's what Mr. Bob, and by the way, Bob Schultz passed away in 2008. He wrote two other books. He loved the Lord, and he had four daughters. He had no sons, but he spent a lot of time teaching boys and learning about boys, and then wrote this book for boys. It's pretty interesting, isn't it? Yeah. He would have been a good dad to sons, wouldn't he? Yeah. I think so. A lot to learn from him. Okay, three things that creation can teach a boy. Number one, creation, the grand book, can teach a boy to work. Oh, yeah. You know how? Yeah. Don't put your foot on here. You know how? Here's what one of the verses in Proverbs says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways, and be wise. Watch, having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer, and gather her food in the harvest. A careful study of insects in the world reveals hard workers. The honeybees have much to teach about the sweet rewards of diligent work. You will not be wasting time to spend hours observing insects. If you remember what you see and apply it to your life, you will grow into a very wise man. You know what I appreciate about you guys? You guys are hard workers. Can you tell of a time that you worked really, really hard? Two days ago. Tell me about it. Yeah, I helped with a wall with Papu. Yep. We had, we're building out a wall for the basement because we've got to have another room. Dennis right? is his real name, but Dennis, can I call Papu. Yeah. Can I tell you? Tell a time that you worked really hard. Moving what about the, the time? Yeah, I was thinking about moving the rocks. What about the time you helped with all that riprap out there? So did I. I know you both did, but with that particular project, Valor was very consistent, and he was very—he didn't quit. I mean, you both did a good job, but Valor was always asking me, "Can we go out with the rocks?" Remember how many big rocks you moved? Yeah, and I actually kind of want to do that again sometime. You do? I mean, there were thousands of rocks. There was probably ten thousand of those stones. Yeah. If we remember when you said, um, if we do hard work, we can get a Lego. Yeah, I do. You never That's gave right. Us a Lego. Yeah, and you guys ended up getting a Lego after doing that. A Destiny's Bounty was a James. Oh yeah. You remember that the Destiny's yeah, Bounty? Yeah. So there was a little bit of motivation for that hard work, but you guys did a really good job. So what our author here is telling us is, if we look at the ant, they work very, very hard, and if we'll learn lessons from even insects, if we'll just pay attention, then we can actually learn to be very, very hard workers as well. But the second thing he says is that the heavens and the earth teach a boy good manners. Now, I think this is quite intriguing, okay? He talks about chickens, a chicken and a rooster. One afternoon, I sat watching chickens in their pen. The rooster was an example of a true gentleman. <laughs> so, let's yeah. be like a rooster, okay? Here's what he says. Of course, he wasn't really a gentleman. He was a chicken and a real nuisance at times, but that's why we ended up having to give him away, actually. However, this particular day, he taught me a good lesson. He swaggered around the chicken yard, acting like he owned the place. When he found something worth eating, he gave a cluck, which brought the hens running. With his beak, he picked up the morsel, broke it in half, and then threw it back to the ground. The nearest hen gobbled it up. He continued this practice as long as I watched. Sometimes, 
I threw some corn in just to watch his display of self-control and kindness to the hens. Good manners. What did this chicken do? He ate some of the food, but gave some of the food away. It was polite. He helped out the hens. Helping out the hens, and the equivalent of that would be helping out our family members, or siblings. Yeah. Teaches good man manners. Should you think about yourself first? Nope. Or should you think about others first? Others. Others. Other people first? Sometimes as a boy, it's easy to be thinking about what you want more than thinking about what other people want. That is so true. Why is it so, it's just so easy to think about, well, this is what I want. Yeah. But we have to train ourselves, don't we? To be mm -hmm. thinking about other people before, before ourselves, don't we? Yeah. The second lesson is good manners. Now there's a third lesson. The third lesson is this. The heavens declare the glory of God. Ooh, the glory of God. Who made you? God. God. What else did God make? Everything. Why did God make you in all things? For the glory. For his glory. Okay, check this out. Have you ever gone out in a dark night and gazed at the stars? Yeah. In the days of electric lights, it's sometimes hard to find a dark, clear place to observe the heavens. But with some effort, it can be done. We get to do that this weekend at our yeah. camping trip. There was a man named Johannes Kepler in 1605, and he discovered the planet Mars orbits around the sun. This discovery came at a time when most men were convinced that the Earth was the center of the universe. Men believed that planets and stars moved in complicated patterns around the sky. Amazingly, after six years of careful observation and mathematical calculations, Kepler proved that the complicated theories of his day were wrong. Mars followed a simple ellipt elliptical orbit established by God. Kepler's discoveries deepened his confidence in God. They gave him strength to stand firm when he was persecuted for his faith. At the close of his book, The Harmony of the Worlds, he wrote, Great is God our Lord, great is his power, and there's no end to his wisdom. Praise him, heavens, glorify him, sun, moon, and planets, for out of him and through him and in him are all things. We know, oh, so little. To him be praise, honor, and glory from eternity to eternity. Now, that was a scientist who knew a little bit about the glory of God, didn't he? Yeah. We exist for God's glory. Yep. Everything exists for His glory. Yep. Not ours. And, okay, so now our author concludes, and let's wrap this episode up by talking about a few things at the end of this. Because we love creation, it's beautiful, but we don't want to worship creation, do we? No. That's the problem of the pagans, isn't it? Worshiping created things over creator. That's a problem with mankind, isn't it? Yeah. Worshiping yeah. created things over creator. Should you worship trees, plants, the moon, and the sun, no. or should you worship God? No, no, God. Worship God. God. Isn't that crazy that some people worship created things? Yeah. Not the right thing to do. Yeah. Now, listen to this. If you want to understand God's ways, go out and observe his handiwork. Look at the birds. Why is the male bird usually clothed with brilliant colors, and the female bird usually the color of a, ne of a nearby shrub? What does that show about God's protection? Watch the seasons. Did God create them? Why does a grain of wheat die before it bears fruit? And how and why does God use clouds to water the earth? You will grow in your understanding of God and his ways by going outside, observing, and asking questions like these, and then carefully search out the answers. He will fill you with wonder and praise. The heavens and the earth are not to be worshipped, as some foolish men attempt to do. They are given to lift our hearts out of our selfish perspectives and raise them to the heights of praise for what and who our Creator is. Now listen to this. You boys and every boy listening in, I want you to listen up. Fathers listening in, tune your ears because our boys need to hear this. Don't let this world around you squeeze you into buildings or books. Now hold on a second. Buildings and books aren't bad. I love books. And that's what he's going to say. But we can't I love live. Books. Uh, yeah, books are great. We love books. We're going through a book. He's writing a book. Listen to what Mr. Bob has to say. 
Buildings are good. Books are good. There are times to be in both. But God created the heavens and the earth to be experienced, not just read about or lectured about. Wow. You can learn good things about the outdoors by reading a book about the outdoors. In fact, you're reading the Kevin Lovegreen books right now, right? Yeah. What what book are you reading by Kevin Lovegreen? I read The Muddy Elk and Winter, Winter, Turkey Dinner. Winter, Winter, Turkey Dinner, yeah. So it's good to read about hunting and fishing. It's and good. I knocked those two out in four days. I know. you. I mean, you powered through those books. That was really awesome. So it's good to read about the outdoors, and it's good to be indoors, like when it's storming outside or when you want to sleep at night and you want to be warm. I love... When it's cold outside, Me too. our wood stove makes us very hot. Yeah. When it's hot outside, the air conditioning makes us cool. I really appreciate you guys like that? Yeah. But yeah. You do? It never gets very, very, very hot outside that we can't go outside. Right. Do you like a warm bed in do you like a warm bed in the winter, Valerie? Do you like a cool house in the summer? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, it's so great. However, there's a lot of great things outside, and God sure built is. and God built us to be in the outdoors. I saw a study about a year ago that said a people live something like 70 to 80% of their lives indoors. They're in the house, in an office, in a vehicle, and I got to thinking, man, that is an awful way to live. We don't need to be living our lives indoors. I live, I live three quarters of my life outside. No, you don't. You sleep inside. Yeah, but I love being outside more than inside. Yeah, I know. Seriously. it's it, We live a lot more lives than we realize inside. But there's so much to learn outside. And that's what chapter 1 calls us to pay attention to. Learn all the lessons we can from God's creation. Isn't it an amazing thing that God gave us beautiful sunsets? He gives us mountains and valleys and oceans and rivers and creeks and backyards and front yards. It's pretty awesome, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Any last words before we wrap up today, guys? Get outside and enjoy the outdoors. Man, that's good counsel, guys. Thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. There's another great episode of the Suns and Slays podcast. Be tuning in next week, later this week, or next week. We're going to be talking about admitting and confessing our sins and mistakes. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Sons and Slaves podcast. If you've enjoyed this show, please consider leaving a rating or review on iTunes and pass this along to every father and son that you know.